Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence. We are recording this just a few days shy of America's 242nd birthday. Uh, America's damn old, guys. Do you think we can yeah. we can make it to 484? Or is, <laughs> it, not. is America closer to its beginning than its end? I ask you this, Josh. Yeah. See what happens. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Cody, what about you? Who knows? I don't. Don't know. Don't, if Britain can Just last this know. long, maybe we can. I don't maybe they should split America up into into. <laughs> let's see. We'll we'll use um kind of like the Great Plains. Like you draw a line in the Great Plains. Anybody who pronounces caramel caramel can live in the. Oh East God, Coast. no! And everybody who <laughs> pronounces a caramel can live in the West Coast. Yeah, that sounds fair. I don't want to be on the West Coast. Too bad. Hey, well, you didn't. If you didn't you want start like, saying it right, then exactly. If you didn't want to be on the West Coast, don't pronounce it wrong. That's all. How, how do you pronounce solution. water? Water. Water. Okay, well then you're not real New Yorkers. What? What do you? are not. We're from upstate New York. What are you talking about? How do you think New Yorkers pronounce water? Water. That's how everyone I know I know from New York pronounces it. How so. many people do you know from New York? Hold on, Josh. A lot. My, Josh. Half my family's from there. Josh, say it again. Water. Water. We all say it the same way, but apparently if we're not from uptown Manhattan, we're not real New Yorkers. So, First of all, there's no uptown Manhattan. It's the Upper East Side and the Upper West Side. You're what I meant to say was um, Midtown. Uh, Long Island, anyway. Oh, Long Island. Okay. I know in Philly they pronounce water water. Hey, can you pour me a glass of water? You know? Jesus Christ. Philadelphia is just a mess. I like okay, Philly. I know it's nice, but it, it's a mess. It really is. Yeah. Like Philadelphia is like the worst sports. It's like they're good at sports, but they have the worst fans just overall in every single sport. They're just terrible. And you know, granted, it gave us the best comedy likely of all time uh, in the TV medium, but still, it's and liberty, I guess. Hmm. Part of it. Do you know that um? Jacksonville, or no, Tal- either Tallahassee or Jacksonville, Florida, was were among the contenders to get the United States Capitol. I didn't know that, but I'm super glad that it didn't. Yeah. It was down to, like, Philly, New York, uh, D.C., uh, where it ended up moving, obviously, northern, a, like, piece of northern Virginia, and then Florida. And then maybe South Carolina, too, but that would have been really slavery e Like, if... If we had the Civil War and the Capitol was in like s- slavery country, that'd be that'd be rough. That'd be tough to tough to deal with. Yeah, that wouldn't have been okay. But I I'm fascinated by alternative or alternate history America because if you look back, there's some elections that were pretty damn close in like the 1800s. That if you know the other guy won, who knows what what would have happened? It's, it's fun to pull those. Maybe if uh, James Buchanan had an opinion on something. Something cool could have happened, but I hate James Buchanan so much. Because he didn't do anything. <laughs> well, when we found Cody that when I don't hate James Buchanan. The one um, I hate Andrew Jackson. Well, obviously, because he's the worst president ever. <laughs> Let me. I'll but, ask, he's on, but he's on money. It's true. So, don't have to be a president money? to be on money. We should probably I mean, sw- switch those up at some point. We are, aren't we? Yeah, but like. Uh, I know uh, Rosa Parks, right, is going to be on the 20? Uh, Tubman. Tubman, right. Um, Wasn't there, a, like, a thing to get Obama, Obama on one of them at some point? No. Um, well, it might have been, like, one the... of those things that they passed in the House just to say that they did it, even though they know it's not going to get anywhere. Because, like, changing the mint is impossible. Oh, have I – did I tell you guys about my $2 story yet? No. Nope. Nope. Okay, so I was at a. I went to Yankee Stadium a couple weeks ago. Maybe it was a week. I don't know. The days blend in, and we're kind of. I'm just sitting uh, there, and these. You know, at a baseball game, the guys walk around with like Cracker Jacks, which are disgusting. Sorry, cotton candy, beer, and stuff like that. The people sitting down the row from me, uh, like wave to the cotton candy guy, like one cotton candy, please. And he's like, "All right, sweet." And he like throws him a cotton candy. 
and then they pat they give them their money and they paid it was a it was like a five dollar and forty nine thing of cotton candy it was pretty big and they paid it with two dollar bills with three two dollar bills and the face on the cotton candy man when he saw what they had just given him was like if you handed him his kidney he's like how it was totally <laughs> baffling and everybody well, near it's legal us, tender. He has to take it too. That's the best part. He's like, I can't make change for this shit. <laughs> you can't make like, change for six dollars in like two dollar bills. Like he has to carry that. Like when a, when a ballpark guy has changed, he carries that around for the day. That's his change it for the day. When people paying cash, like he can't toss out two dollar bills. And they were the weird thing is they were crisp two dollar bills. Like they well, were because new. no one ever uses two dollar bills. Yeah, but why did these people have them? Apparently, that guy has all of them in the world. I know. Like, I got why? a two dollar bill. I um, yeah, I got a two dollar bill once for uh, selling my college books back. Nice. How, I I haven't seen one like in forever, and this guy's just like paying for things with him, not just having as like a novelty, but like actually using them as tender. It's like just don't do that, man. Just give him a normal, give him normal money. I don't know. People are the worst, but <sighs> sad. But what what else is going on with you guys? What's on your minds? What's hot? Oh, interesting. It's really hot out here today. It is hot. Where is yeah. it? What's it like near you, Josh? It's like yesterday was 98. Yeah, same here. So I don't, I don't, I haven't gone outside today. So yeah, I kind of want to die. It's just horrible. Uh, but right. it's a good time for watching movies in the dark and ice cream. So we have that to be happy about, I guess. Um, so big show today. We are officially at the halfway point. I think today is actually the day. This is the 182nd day of the year, and like tomorrow is going to be the 183rd or whatever. So we are right in the middle of the year. So is there a better time then to take stock, look back, and look ahead and count down our top five favorite movies of 2018? I'm going to tell you, doing a list is not looking ahead, just so you know. Well, we are going to yes, look ahead. It's if you read. High. If you read the rundown, you would see that we're going to look ahead. I saw it. I read it. I'm oh, making a point. I, I did not even open the thing. Rest in peace, my sense of planning ahead. My, my <laughs> I read it, and I understood it. It's a good thing. It's just lists are, I know who you are. the best. Um, so, but You're before we get into that, uh, we all did see a sequel. Uh, I think we're going to have some interesting takes on it. So, without further ado, guys, let's dig into Sicario 2, Day of the Rise of the Dawn of the Soldado <laughs> in Space. Uh, Part 1. Adios. There's proof the cartel helped the terrorists get to the border. President's adding drug cartels to the list of terrorist organizations. You can understand how that will expand our ability to combat them. You want to see this thing through? I'm going to have to get dirty. Dirty is exactly why you're here. You're going to help us start a war. With who? Everyone. Direct <laughs> <Lewis>. this time. <laughs> Good for him that he's alive. Way to go, Mel. Uh, Cody. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's an accomplishment. A lot of a lot of people have died in the in the history of the world. So the fact that he's alive, <laughs> incredible. Statistically, he's got a pretty good chance of being dead. So I don't know. Uh, Cody, why don't you start us off with some initial Sicario two, day of the rise of the dawn of the planet of the Soldado. returns. We can't risk her Sicario two was a fine movie. It was an unnecessary movie. I don't know why they decided to make it, but as far as unnecessary sequels go, it wasn't bad. You gotta do what you gotta do. I hate the title of this movie. I've made that abundantly clear. How stupid I think the name of this movie is. Um, but we'll talk about it a little bit later. Just there's something that happens in this movie that kind of made me mad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh, what about you? Go ahead. So I didn't want the movie. Not like didn't want it. I just wasn't. I didn't really need a sequel. Um, um, but I, I 
shockingly love this movie. Well, maybe love is a strong word, but I thought it was really, really, really good. Um, just really surprised me that they actually had a really, in my opinion, good story to tell. I think I know what you're talking about, and I actually love that, if it's to do with the ending. Um, and I don't know, I just I thought Benicio Del Toro and Josh Brolin were both amazing again. Um, definitely lacked uh, fathered Villeneuve and Roger Deakins. But, and, uh, and, and also, Coke I fiend, Johan Johansson. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> um, My man. And I don't know if I missed Emily Blunt, because I, I think that... Her story was over. Yeah, her story was over. Um, but I, I liked the... I mean, that movie kind of, like, put her kind of just in the middle of everything and just put her, like, in the, gave it from her perspective, whereas this one, it kind of just told the story. Mm-hmm. Um, she Her but, character introduced us into this world, and this movie kind of expanded just, upon it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's another thing I like. I like the expansion of the like really gritty world. Um, just overall, it's a, I thought it was a really good thriller. I thought um, acting's great. Uh, Taylor Sheridan did a good job with the script. Um, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but I would like to see a third movie. I'm assuming I assume he they intended to, for it to be one. Yeah, they, but for the way the movie ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just curious where they're going with it because I did not expect that, and I really liked it. So. Um, I'm kind of, I kind of agree with a lot of, a little bit of both of what you guys said. Um, and I've just been kind of ruminating on this ever since I saw it. Like in, in the movie, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I thought some of the action scenes were pretty riveting. Um, especially the, when they were in the caravan, uh, they were kind of being escorted and then those guns turned on them. That was pretty sweet. Yeah, that's cool. There's, there's a lot in this movie, especially in the first half. It's, you know... Uh, you can really viscerally enjoy and there's some um kind of politicky sort of stuff that you can that i found interesting mostly because it just felt uh real and well researched but the thing i've sort of been thinking about and maybe this is unfair to just throw out when it's part two of a trilogy is i still am not quite sure why they felt this particular story uh needed to be told and you know it just it's unusual is all because uh, there's really no you know there's not really carrying over a villain or any specific you know person v person conflict from movie one to movie two it's just you know a new mission and a new kind of set of circumstances what they can and can't do but i do think it's good i do think it's maybe a shade under the original um and it's obviously not as technically proficient but I had a pretty good time with it, and especially when you consider, uh, you know, where it's being released uh, and the time that the time we're living in right now and the conversations that we're having. I think it was a very interesting exercise to kind of see both sides of it, of this certain issue. You know, you, you do see these people coming over, the you know, risking their lives to come over to the uh, cross the border you know, for very good reasons. And then you, at the same time, you see a lot of people who are doing it for their own profit and to, you know, for nefarious reasons. So I think it's, it's very much a product of its time and it's, it fits in well with the current kind of, uh, culture and conversation. And I don't know who knows the, um, political climate, if you would, how dare you? I hate that so much. (laughs) Uh, and I don't, I, I, it can be enjoyed as both, it can be enjoyed as both a movie and a film, so I'll just Oof. I'll say that. <laughs> Sorry, Josh, my bad. Um, <laughs> sure, whatever. I don't, I don't care anymore. That's funny. That's a good one. Uh, but so yeah, uh, let's kind of dig into some of the performances. Uh, I don't know. Is this Josh Brolin's movie or is this Benicio del Toro's movie? It's both of their movies. I think it's more great. del Toro's, but I think they're both great. Yeah. Mm. See, I think I'm. I think it's Brolin's. Like he's, the one, he's the one who's kind of having to make these decisions. Like, a, you know, del Toro is still like it's his source. It's his like, employee. It's his contract. Like I, but it's like I think del Toro is like the, and maybe this is just the way I interpret 
movies in general, just because that's how I think of the protagonist. But Bill Torres is like the moral center of the movie. Like he is the only one until that certain moment towards the end with like a conscience of all these people. No, uh, Brolin has a conscience too. I know, but the, but like you don't you don't really yeah. you don't really get to see that until later in the movie. Yeah, but you still see it. It's still present. I know, but it's like that. Just I don't know. Maybe that's again. That's just the way I interpret the way I feel about just movies in general. But like that's not that doesn't read as a protagonist to me. That reads more as a supporting role. But I mean, you can I I could probably just say they're um, co protagonists. Yeah, it's it's a it's a dynamic. I don't, I can't remember the last time I saw something quite like this uh it's it's certainly uh, unique and uh, i really appreciated that and you know the, the mark of a good movie when you do have these kind of split uh storylines and split uh characters to kind of follow and you know learn about you're never saying all right well i wish i could go back to del toro or, oh i wish i could go back to brolin it's you know you're always kind of happy uh, at least i was always pretty satisfied to be you know where i was and um so this time around they are the <laughs> so th- this movie started filming on i believe november 8th 2016 so topical and they kept but oddly enough they kept referring to potus as a he so like did they did they shoot different versions of a scene with he or she depending on who would win or i'm sure they just waited until after the election yeah no but they sh- they started Oh, that's well. Yeah, I guess if they started, <laughs> it's only like a week before the election. Yeah, no, that, I mean that was election day. Maybe, maybe that's not true. Maybe I just read random internet bullshit. But, um, but at this time around, basically the you the the states have sort of taken the gloves off, and they're giving uh, Brolin's character, you know, license to do just about whatever he wants. To, I'm tell you guys a secret. Yeah. And, that plot line, this whole plot line almost, is just clean present danger. Is it? Yeah, it's almost exactly the same. Hmm. I haven't seen that well, one in a while. I haven't seen that, so. I saw one it's, of them. It's, this, it's the same plot. Is that the one, is, is clear and present danger the one where, like, those IRA people or whatever show up at his house? No, I don't think so. It's no. the one where, um, Harrison Ford, or, uh... Willem Dafoe is basically Benicio Del Toro and <clears throat> tries to destabilize the drug cartels, but in South America, not in Mexico. boy. So it's the same plot. Okay. This isn't a new story. Hmm. Uh, so on a technical level, since even though that this is like... <laughs> It may sound like a diss, but it's just true, and I'm sure they will admit it too. Even though this is like a B-team... Uh, Sicario director, uh, cinematographer, musician—you uh, know, uh, composer. I really didn't feel like this was very that much of a step down. What did you guys think, Cody? Um, I'm sorry. What was the question? Like from a directorial, cinematography, music kind of. Statement. Oh, it was. It's like you said. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't like anything mind blowing. Yeah. Like I, I think it did. It held up pretty well to. Uh, compared to the last one, like you could, you could one perfect shot this just as much as you could uh, Sicario. At least I think. Josh, what did you think? I can, I can yeah. tell it was in the scene. Yeah, series. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it definitely. I think they did a good job of like just capturing the tone and like the feel. Because I mean, like I said, Deacons isn't there, and you can tell it's just it's nowhere near as nicely shot. But it's still like the look of it. Um just still has that vibe of the first Sicario. Cause I just rewatched Sicario a couple of days ago. Um, and yeah, I just, I think it transfers over well, even the score, which again, I, it's, I mean, there's no way he could have done it cause he passed away, but Johan Johansson is missed, but the guy who, or I know, I think it's a woman who did it, um, who did the score. Um, her name uh, is, her name is, uh, let's see if I can do this. Hildur, Guon, Guona Doder, Hilder Guona Doder, from such pristine, prestigious movies as Town of Finland, A Hijacking, Journey's End, Bleeding House, The Oath, and the upcoming Mary Magdalene. So I've heard of one of those. 
If I told you I made up three of those, would you would you believe me? Yes. Yeah. Well, I didn't. They're all they're all real. Oh, well, there you go. Hey, you know if she can. I thought her that I don't know if it's called a riff or a motif or what it, what it is. But yeah, that motif. like droning sound was really effective yeah. for me. Yeah. So no complaints uh, on that front. I wanted to hear more of the just recurring stuff from the first one, but I liked what she did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I thought it tr- can't transferred over really well, even without Villeneuve, because I think Taylor Sheridan is kind of the glue of this yeah. franchise, as weird as it is to call this a franchise. But he's so good. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Love Taylor. You know Sheridan. there's like a you know there's like a growing people amount of people that kinda hate him. Really? For what? Yeah. Why? Uh apparently I think he's like just really misogynistic and racist. Sounds about right. That's nice, I guess. <laughs> I I don't really I mean the only argument I kinda get is that most of the female characters in all of his movies are kinda treated like shit. Except for Elizabeth Olsen in uh, Wind River, but uh, also Emily Blunt does she get? I mean, she learns. I mean, she Jordan almost gets raped, real. dude. Yeah, it, it is not okay. No, she doesn't. Yeah, she does. She almost gets murdered. Oh yeah, she al- almost yeah, but, but it's like I don't, I, I don't think it's misogynistic. More, more. To, I don't think it's misogynistic to have <laughs> something like a plot progression happen for somebody because nobody's saying he's that Taylor Sheridan is the opposite of misogynistic for like having Benicio del Toro get shot in the face. Like nobody's saying that, like shut up people learn what spoilers now, everybody learn what screenwriting is and what it means. God, so many, so many dumb people are weighing in on movies. I just can't take it. I want to, I want to, and this is a spoil. I guess we can jump into spoilers now, but like, I want to jump ahead to that. I want to jump ahead to that one moment because I want to talk about, okay. Uh, him getting shot. LMA. It's it's all over the place, but like, uh, did you guys know he was coming back? No. Um, no, I didn't, and that's honestly why I kind of hate the ending of this movie. See, I I knew the second he got shot, he was coming back because he got you could see where he got shot, and I was like, he's shot in the mouth. He's not getting shot, shot in the head. No, he got shot in the mouth. Yeah, your mouth was, is on your head. It was through and yeah, through in the cheek. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what it was. I just you can survive still. that. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you can. Why don't you find but, out for us, Josh? <laughs> Mythbuster. It. Okay. Point okay. remains. I'll go get they my, wanted I'll go to get have him come back from the dead like that just have him get shot in the gut or something i don't know that would probably kill you faster than getting shot in the mouth and what was up yeah. with that speaking of It'd that more scene, impressive. what was up with that like leader guy with the mustache like why did he just pop that kid who refused to shoot him because he's a cow baby boy yeah. he's like he's not gonna have people like that on his fucking crew so he's just like no you're done that's, that's mean yeah that's 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 Mexico. Why can't that's the cartels, cartels like? Racist, why can't the cartels like mentor people and like you know help them? Why do they got to be mean? I'm gonna give. I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna give them some very negative Yelp reviews. Give me a sec. <laughs> do you think there any of them are on Yelp? I fucking hope so. That'd be hysterical. <laughs> uh, underrated, most underrated part of this movie. Uh, for me, and this can be cast, seen, and we'll get back to the gun thing. I just this is on the top of my head. I want to talk about it real quick. Jeffrey Donovan. I don't know what it is about him and his character, but I love that guy. That's the mustache boy, right? Yeah, he he's the one that got like shot in the chest. Yeah, I like him. I don't know. He was just there's something about him. He's got a good screen presence, and he just seems like the kind of guy who would do this job. It's good cat. Maybe it's just good casting. I don't know. What about you guys? Any was there anything that you? felt it was uh underrated i suppose that you wish people um, were talking more about not i don't know if i'd say underrated but just impressive were the the two kids um what's her name yeah uh the, the is, isabella. isabella something and then the other guy the guy who he you know yeah uh, brings in at the end of the movie i, I thought they were like both him. very good i didn't think he was very good i don't know if it, i his character kind of annoyed me but i thought the actor did a good job I just this movie continues the age old question, at least for me, of like, why do people wear a collared shirt and button the top button Button all the way up? No, 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 not all the way up. All the way up. I understand. That's like so it kind of makes sense. But no, they do the top button and then nothing else is buttoned. It just looks like a cape. Oh, oh that's, that's weird. Just a, that's a Mexico thing, dude. You're just being yeah. racist. <laughs> I'm not being racist. I just don't understand. Like, why is it cool? It looks stupid. 
It's a thing people do. Come I don't at, know. Come at me, cartel. I don't care. You really don't want them to come at you. Because <laughs> they will kill you. I will use big words. You gonna write them a letter? I have the best words. Um, dear cartel, please don't. Please. <laughs> Fuck, dude. I can't believe you just said that to them. <laughs> if uh, you get us killed, I'm gonna be really pissed. My name is Josh Needle, and I hate the cartel. They're the worst... They aren't that tough. I go. They're I need to go. They're pretenders. I gotta go, man. <laughs> My address is the Maryland, United States. That narrows it down. Actually, we're a tiny state, so it yeah, narrow down. Going underground. Um, so going back to Del Toro, uh, I, in the moment, like I said earlier, I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought he was gonna stay dead. Just like, you know. I, and for my brain, it's like I did notice that he kind of shot him in the lower jaw, that he could be fine. But with the amount of blood that he was losing, I was just like, oh, man, you just that's just a recipe for disaster. You're not going to recover from losing that much blood. And he was out there for a while. So yeah. apparently you do, though. In movie logic, he probably should be dead. But, you know, it's they yeah. give you some suspension. If, if Leia can survive in space, then he can survive. Just, okay. no, that's Different not movies. even the same thing a little bit. Don't stop that. Different movies. Um, completely different space wizards or they're the cartel basically, they're basically the same movie it's fine okay fair that's fair uh, you need to be joking <laughs> so mad stefan <laughs> stefanson not my star wars he ruined star wars or he ruined sicario not my sicario okay. hashtag oh, how, how much are those remake episode eight people up to like 500 million by now according to the little counter Probably. can we can we exterminate them please Thanks. Hey man, just hello. My name is John, and I run Remake Episode Eight, and I hate the cartels. They suck. They are not cool or tough, and they probably couldn't even punch me in the face. So bring they it on. They probably cartels. couldn't even give me a Colombian necktie if they wanted to. Look sounds, that up, everybody. <laughs> sounds sounds fancy. Um, but yeah, the Del Toro scene. I didn't know he was coming back. Ultimately, I feel. I think I'm okay with it because I just think it's, that's his character. Like he does, he did have to be reborn multiple times. Like when his when his family died, that was a, that was a form of resurrection for him. So from a thematic sense, I like it. Yeah, you have to suspend your disbelief quite a bit. That's just the way it is. But I'm okay you, with it. Do you think any? Because obviously this is Tara, Taylor Sheridan's like story he's telling. But like, do you think the director? kind of had any kind of influence on some of the less Sheridan things like because that felt something out of a different like a different filmmaker would have done that than him Sheridan. at least to me I don't know we don't really have any precedent for whether that yeah, is yeah, a yeah, Sheridan right. thing or not yeah. we've seen three movies of his all in the same genre that they just haven't yeah. they haven't brought some back somebody from the dead before so I don't know but like um, that, that and the ending just felt very like like I liked both of those things, but they didn't feel like something he would come up with, at least from what I have yeah. seen from him so far. So, yeah, Hell or High Water was a pretty definitive ending, as was Wind River and Sicario. Sicario was a little bit more open ended, but did feel like there was some uh, some finality there. So, hmm. uh, I do I do have to say that after watching Sicario and seeing this, I don't love. Uh, Del Toro's character as as much as I did, I do think. Really, I I I understand where you're coming from. That the whole having it, you know, him, you know, taking care of this kid makes him like a more well-rounded character. But to me, he just kind of felt like sort of like an angel of death, and I really like that about him. Just about wherever he goes, he is going to get the job done, and he's going to like ice out somebody's family. And with this. I just felt like they kind of tried too hard to make him a character you can get behind rather than one that you can you empathize with, yeah. Res- like, kind of respect in their ferocity, I suppose. But what do you guys think of how they handled him? I'm not fine with it. He's fine. I just wish they killed him. Mm. Or have some balls. Like, I understand that... It, it seems to me that they were trying to, with that first scene of uh, the suicide bombings, trying to just show how cool and edgy they were. Like, look at us. We kill kids. 
Hmm. And look how cool we are. We, we're not afraid. We show the gritty truth, and then a guy gets shot in the head, and he's fine. Well, he's not fine. He's fine. I mean, by the end, yeah, a year later. Yeah. But, like, with all the nerves that that, would, that getting shot through the cheek would mess up, like, he's not fine. He's perfectly okay. Mm, maybe. But Josh, Healthy you enough to become a ghost. True. A sneaky ghost. Spooky so. ghost. A lot of ectoplasm. Uh, what'd you think of Del Toro, Josh? I loved him. He's, I mean, he's my favorite part of probably both of these movies. Um, just performance-wise and the character of Alejandro. I just, I love him. Just, he's, like you said, he's like an angel of death. He's this, he just, he is, a de- like, the definitive, not, like, of all time, but just, like, very much, like, a definitive hitman. Like, he just... Gets the job done, but he all. But I, what I like about him is that he has that moral compass that, like, he that's kind of gives him this extra. It gives him something for me to like empathize with him a little mm. bit. It's just a little um, schmaltzy for me. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like, maybe, I like maybe just you've seen so many father daughter, you know, whatever storylines. Uh, Honestly, this movie was just a lot like Logan. <laughs> Don't even get Don't do story. it, Mason. Don't, Mason, stop. But he's old and run down. You know, like Logan. I'm glad. And the, 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 it's nice. about immigration and children and stuff. Logan. Just like Logan, dude. Just like Logan. How about, so Sicario 3 is it's Josh Brolin. It's 20 years later. Josh Brolin is living alone on a farm in, like, the West. And then he has to go find Alejandro. And he's, like, all old and beaten down. And he has a kid with him. You know. Like Logan. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I kind of want that. Ah! Great! <laughs> it's the worst! It's great. Yeah, and with a read. For the next 20 years, is gonna be, it's like Logan! Stop, please. Um, <laughs> um, admit you hate Logan. I, I like the movie. I think it's fine. But we need to stop fetishizing it. That's all. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways. Uh. Da, 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 da. Any further likes or dislikes? Anything jumped out at you? Something you particularly enjoyed or did not enjoy? Um. Just overall, I thought it was just a well-made movie. The directing surprised me because it's like this no-name. I don't know if I say no-name director, but I've never seen or heard of anything he's done. He's, and he's it's popular in like Latin America. Like this is yeah. his first. Um. His name is Stefano yeah, Soyima. I it's just really he really impressed me. Like obviously it's nowhere near as good as what Villeneuve would have done, but at least I don't think so. But it's surprisingly I thought it was like he really did a good job like balancing the all these different moving parts of the story. Um some were more interesting than others, but I think he did a good job of keeping it well rounded and he has the, there's a lot of really tense moments throughout and he builds yeah. builds it really well and I think so, for someone who has really never done a, like a mainstream American film before. Like that's, it's really impressive. So yeah. that really, it's good. It's a real American movie. <laughs> real American hero. Uh, see, I really love, yeah. So my big likes are the action sequences. Um, uh, just the whole politicky stuff. I, I really like the conference room scenes when they're just talking to people about, politics and governments you know and all that and all. so you really liked the west worldly parts of it i don't west know the west wingy part of it sorry yes, thank you so Which west very different things. no thank you um and uh yeah it's just it was it felt very genuine just like the last one and i don't i like the ending because like yeah. that seeing him as the last thing that this kid expected to uh just expected overall like in his life like that's his first kill and like maybe that gives him oh because he didn't actually kill him granny's probably killed other people since then but it gives him like a some sense of redemption and i don't know hopefully this makes a good enough money to justify sequel because i'm interested in seeing where the story goes um uh yeah so my final thoughts are really strong sequel didn't expect it to be as good as it was and was pleasantly surprised uh, Cody, for any last likes, dislikes, final thoughts? Yeah, it was fine. Um, I still don't know why the movie was made. I'm interested. I'll watch the third one. I just, 
wish they got to that ending in a different way. Mm. Literally, if they shot him anywhere else, I would have bought it more. Yeah, but you can't... Especially since when he got up, it kind of seemed like he had brain shit coming out of his head. Yeah, I noticed that too. So, I was like... I think that was his hair. Yeah, it was. It was was a mixture of blood, sand, and then stuck... Yeah, but it looked like brain matter. And it clumped because of the heat. He would be be dead if it was brain matter. Yeah. Yes. Still, if they shot him anywhere else, I think it would have been... A better ending for me. Yeah, personally. but then you don't. Then they don't know that they, he's dead, and they have to double tap. You know, if they just shoot him in the headish area and he stops moving, then they're going to be like, "All right." I get. I understand. Yeah. Listen, I'm make, yeah. I'm making a bigger deal out of this than I should. But it's a, it's a choice, and I like it when directors and writers think make you're choices. gonna like just kill a character if you're gonna kill a character. Yeah. Don't get sick of this trope of people thinking that the main character died just to come back twenty minutes later. Like in every superhero movie? Got it. Like in every superhero movie. Just like in 2018's Black Panther. Oh. Oh, God. He said it. Uh, Josh, okay, final I, thoughts yeah. for you. Great sequel. Didn't expect it to be. Um, and I'm excited to see where they go, even though I have no idea where the third one's going to go. Cody, let's grade it out. I'll drop it a 7.5, my dude. I'm going to give it a 7. Straight up. Josh, any emojis you want to throw at it? I'm going to give it... Cactus emoji? I'm going to give it that smiley face emoji with the hands. Oh, jazz hands. Yeah. It's a good emoji. I I like this format, by the way, of Cody and I give a grade and you find an emoji. It's fun. I I didn't think... I thought I would be annoyed by it, but it's actually kind of fun. Uh, (laughs) So let's move on uh, to the main event. Or is Jeff Goldman's... Goblin would say it's main event time from 2017's Poop Pile of Poop Thor Ragnarok. Uh, nice try. So, uh, honorable mentions. Josh, you got them? Um, yeah. I mean, that's, I haven't seen that many movies this year, so, like, at least not yet. I'm going to rent some in this week, actually. But, um,. Yeah, these can be honorable mentions. Okay, so honorable mentions are Deadpool 2, uh, A Quiet Place. Ooh, really? Fuck. And, uh, yeah, those are my only honorable mentions. But a quiet I'll, throw place, Solo, I'll, throw, I'll throw Solo in there, too. But yeah, A Quiet sure. Place is the breakout smash of 2018. I really liked it, but I want to see it again. Great. Okay, interesting. You're wrong. Did you just read because of that? <laughs> I mean, it's not on my honorable mentions, but... Uh, let's see. Honorable mentions for me. Uh, I've got two of them that I feel comfortable uh, throwing it this way. Actually, I have three of them. Sorry. One of which is Incredibles 2. Uh, I don't like it as much as I did when I first saw it, but I still think it's a really strong movie. Uh, really dug the characters. Thought the story was everything but the villain, I think, was pretty strong. Uh, I hope Bert you know, makes that a little bit more of a focus in the third one. Uh, if there is a third one, I, I guess she sucked. It's not great. Uh, next is set it up. The Netflix rom-com adorable. You I loved it, it. That much. I loved it. It's a, I liked it. it was, it's great. It was it's great. I didn't see it on your letterbox. Log it, baby. I did. I just did. Oh, okay. Like two days ago. Yikes. Uh, yeah. It, Zoe, Zoe Deutsch is, she's great peak person i think and glenn powell uh from uh everybody wants some this is a little everybody wants some reunion uh, i thought he was fabulous definitely he's got he's okay. some leading man uh ishness to him if you can pick some more uh man may not pick some but if he gets access or at least a shot at some more uh prestige projects i guess from you know big directors big uh-huh. franchises or whatever i think he can really surprise some people and Show what he's got. Uh, and then my last honorable mention is a little movie called Love, Simon that I saw earlier in the year. Uh, just a really sweet kind of coming-of-age rom-com, I guess. Um, uh, so you're homophobe. Basically. Uh, characters were really strong. I love the way – I love how it was written. The direction was subtly good, and it's just one of the best experiences I've had in the theater uh, all year. I just – I really adored, adored that movie. So, Cody, any honorable mentions? I have four of them. Oh, boy. 
Okay. Um, my first one is Avengers 3 because it was pretty good. Um, my next one is Black Panther because it was pretty good. <laughs> I also liked um, Sicario 2. I thought it was pretty good. And I really liked Jurassic World 2 because it was fun. I'll mention for Jurassic World. But you uh, both yes. thought it was just average. It's number did. one, dude. Yeah, I liked it. It was fun. Hmm. Very nice. I'm just expressing myself. I'm glad. (laughs) I am glad. All right, Josh, why don't you hit us up with your number five? Um, Number five is the movie we literally just spent 30 minutes talking about, Sicario 2, so I don't really need to say much else. Rise of the Day of the Dawn of the End of the Rising of the Soldado Part 2 Returns? Yep. Got it. Yep. Exactly. Good movie. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, yes. <laughs> <laughs> just spent a while talking about it. I didn't say anything else. Uh, all right. So my number five is a an animated film. It's um, that marks a historical moment for the Roflix podcast. The first ever car cast. Uh, my number five is Isle of Dogs. Wes Anderson. Do you want to hold off on that a little bit? Sure. Uh, Cody, your number five. <laughs> my number five is the Han Solo movie. Mm. Because it's Star Wars, I liked it. It was a lot of fun, and I it was a ride. It was a ride. It is a ride. <laughs> it's probably gonna be a ride at Disney World soon. So, the Castle Run opening two thousand. Yeah, it was lots of fun. I thought it was good. I liked it. So, Kathleen Kennedy ruined Star Wars. Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Got it. Absolutely. We need to remake it. And Literally the Hitler of. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Joseph Goebbels literally made movies. I'm just saying. Oh, shit, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) If if anybody's a Hitler, it's Joseph Goebbels, but whatever, that's fine. (laughs) Josh, you're number four. Um, My number four is Annihilation. Mm. We can talk about that later. Yeah. That's actually my number four as well. Let's talk talk about about an hour wait. Let's talk about it later. Okay. All right. Uh, my number four is a movie that I'm 99% sure neither of you have seen, but you should because it's wonderful. Uh, the best sequel of the year, hands down. Uh, Paddington 2, my guys, is incredible. It is this, such a sweet, inventive, entertaining, wonderful little movie that has got – it's wrapped up like decades and decades of – film genre of film history and different film genres in one movie and it's just it's marvelous and you should see it if you have not which i know neither of you have and i, I like the first one so i will watch it soon it's way better than the first one like it's significantly it really? better than the first one like everyone hyped up the first one and then i watched it and i was like it was good it's a cute movie no that's i thought the same thing i was like yeah you know it's it's i get it it's better like than most family movie. movies that have come out in the last 20 years yeah so. it's it's british you know that's fine but this one takes it to another level i think at least and it, and it's shot magnificently too like it is it might be one of the two or three best shot movies of the year just this is very one perfect shot uh, at least i think all right and cody you said your number four was the same as josh yeah okay cool uh then let's move on to number three josh go ahead um my number three is ready player one oh, that high yeah. over ready play one over a quiet place bruh yeah fuck that's sad bruh. god forbid i God forbid I love things. Um, yeah, Ready Player One. Loved it. But Everything a quiet place is so much better. To you. Um, Ready Player One. Loved it. Everything I want from a Spielberg movie. Great blockbuster. Fun characters. Fun mix of nostalgia and sci-fi and future and all that good stuff. Loved it. Suck a dick. I don't care what anyone says. It's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Like great Ready, to strong word. More like Ready Player Dumb. Oh. <laughs> more like Ready Player yeah. Not Fun. <laughs> Now it's someone like Ready Player reference. Yeah, I love the references. They're great. It's what I, I like. Ready Player No Creativity. Yeah, it's creative. I loved it. It was fun. I like Ready Player yeah. Stunned Development. Ow! Oh, dog, get off! <laughs> <laughs> it's like ninety degrees, and my dog wants to like lay on me. Ugh, you're so thirsty. You just saved its life. Of course it does. No, a different dog. Different dog. Too many animals, dude. Nah, not enough. They're great. Uh, okay, my number three then 
is going to be a movie I just saw last week that I was floored by and thought was one of the best of its genre that I've seen in a very, very long time. Uh, American Animals is probably going to go down as the best ever movie past ventures because who knows how many more they're going to have. And I just, I know neither of you guys have seen it, but I highly recommend you do at some point. It is a, one of the most fresh and innovative and original uh, heist movies and kind of just movies that I've seen in a really long time. It's, uh, without spoiling the kind of gimmick, or I guess, it's like if I, Tanya, went a step further. And that's all I'll say about that. Uh, I, the heist was great. I really liked the characters. Um, the the themes were very Fight Club-y, uh, with the difference being that they were handled well. And um, I just am so... <laughs> I was just... <laughs> I was just so surprised. I was taken aback by it because I saw a lot on my feed of like two and a half stars or three stars or whatever on Letterboxd. And I was like, oh, I thought I would really, I thought I'd dig this. But people whose opinions I like and respect don't. But I came in and I had the theater to myself, which is always fun. And I just had a blast. They just didn't get it, did they? Um, no, I can see why somebody wouldn't like it. I, but because, again, the, the main thing about this movie is a little bit love it or hate it. But I think I loved it. I thought it was incredibly fresh and interesting. Uh, Cody, you're number three. My number three is Hereditary. Oh, really? Yeah, I really like that. You didn't give it. it what was... grade did you give it with our car cast? You gave it an eight or nine. Oh, okay, I thought hmm, I thought you were close to me. No, you didn't like it. I liked it. Remember? I liked it. It's no, you hated it. Don't put words in my mouth, you bastard. Because you hate good, scary film. Yeah, except that movie wasn't scary. That's the only thing. It was stressful. You're number three. Not stressful. Yeah, it's my number three. I thought, like, you get it. It scared me because it played on my primal fear of uh, (laughs) my family falling apart. Yikes. (laughs) And it's just a spooky. It was a good movie. Okay. Josh, that's not how you like it. Uh, Josh, you're you're number two. Uh, my number two is Black Panther. Kino? Love. Love Black Panther. It's a great superhero movie. Um, yeah. Where's the rank it's on the Kino awesome. scale between Denis Villeneuve and Christopher Nolan? It's closer to Villeneuve, who's mm. the better director. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Very Kino, though. Mm, nice. Have you, go, have you gone back to revisit it yet? Uh, yeah, like two or three times. I watched it like, I think I watched it before Avengers. That was the last time I watched it. Nice. So that soundtrack is best soundtrack of the year. I think it's really bumping some Kendrick Lamar. Lamar. Scores better. Uh, no. Yeah. Cause that soundtrack is, has one good song and the rest is, you know, whatever. Okay. How dare Ooh, you? Sounds pretty racist there. Buckaroo. Take off the hood, Josh. Your voice is muddled. <laughs> Put the lowercase t down, my dude. Uh, <laughs> Put a, we'll, we'll burn a lowercase t for time, time to, to go. Leave. <laughs> the t for time to leave. And then they open the, they open the door. T, time to leave? <laughs> like they interpret it the same way. Oh, South Park is so good. Um, all right. Uh, number two, right? Yeah, that was your number two, Josh. My number two, and I hope it's on Cody's list, too, because if not, I'm going to cry. Thoroughbreds is... Oof. Um, awesome. Can you, can you throw that into my honorable mentions? I forgot about that movie. Ah! It needs to be high on your list, Cody. Where's it not a room, dude? Make it, make it your new number one, okay? No. Please. No. You know, you know it's better than whatever your number one is. You okay, know. I'll knock it. I'll knock Solo down to an honorable mention and throw Thoroughbreds in for my number five. That makes you happy. Number five. Get or that four. up. <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> Sad. Uh, Thoroughbreds is surprised me more than any other movie has, even more than American Animals, because I just knew nothing about it. Uh, like I kind of knew that. Anya Taylor-Joy was in it, but that's about it. Uh, 
and introduced me to the new love of my life, Olivia Cook. So that's all super helpful. <laughs> and I still think at this stage in the game, I think she's given the best performance in the entire year. I loved her character. Uh, Corey Finley, the director and writer, one hell of a screenplay. And it just, this movie moves. It is funny. It is just shocking. It's every, it's just kind of everything I like about, uh, about movies really. And I didn't, I just hadn't, it wasn't even on my radar coming into the year and for it to be this high, this late in the game just goes to show uh, how su- how great of a movie this is. Um, I love Thoroughbreds. Could not recommend it enough. Did and you buy it yet? No, no, not yet, but I will. Uh, rest in peace, Anton Yelchin, because, yeah, not and that, is That's the actual last movie he's going to be in, right? Uh, maybe. I think he might have one more, but it's like a voice because, acting. Like, what a hell of a way to go out. Yeah. The car? What a hell, like of, a hell of a movie to go out on. Okay, there you go. Wasn't quite sure what you were saying there. Because uh, no, that that's a really shitty way to go out. True. Uh, did you already give your number two, Cody? No, my number two is a movie we skipped over just a little bit ago. It's um, oh. Isle of Dogs. Okay. Very I nice. really, really enjoyed that movie. All the subtle humor really got to me in the best type of way. The sneezing? The sneezing, oh. just a lot of the little jokes that he hid in there was just amazing. Yeah. It's just a fun, good, would you, is that a family movie? Not really. Uh, ooh, that's tough. It's about dogs. Yeah, but some of them are like hurt and I wouldn't want my child to see that. And I have many, so I've kind of showed it for a couple yeah. of them. And they just like, eh. Didn't care for it. Yeah, exactly. So... I would say no, it's not a family picture. But definitely a film. That's for sure. But what would Marty say? Picture? It's a family picture. No, he just says picture. He doesn't say family. Oh, he doesn't say family picture? No, you're just lying. Stop lying. Uh, Josh, your number one is... Avengers Infinity War. Uh, uh, Loved it. Um, More like Infinity... Not enjoyable to watch. You could have just said bored, dude. That would have been so much better. That's the joke, Cody. I know, but it's a bad one. Thank you. It's great for people that like fun and good movies and superheroes. It's awesome. Loved it. Uh, I don't know if it's my favorite Marvel movie, but it's my favorite of the year. Haven't had that much fun any other movie this year. Um, And, yeah, can't wait to see how they follow it up in number four. Avengers Infinity War 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yes. Psyched for that one. Sure. Boogaloo. All uh, right. Cody, since I we kind of mentioned mine a little bit earlier, we can end it on it. Uh, your number one. Is um, A Quiet Place. I'm sorry, Did can it? you speak up? It's, it's um, <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> really? You're number one. <laughs> Yeah, I watched it again recently because um, it's been in theaters for three months, and I just enjoyed it. It was good. It's a really, really well-made and good movie. Interesting. All right. No Death of Stalin? Forgot about that. <laughs> Come on. Keep a rank list so you have all these together. That would be great. Uh, so my number one is something that was, we mentioned before, it was both of your number four, uh, my number one's Annihilation, uh, just kind of ticks all the boxes for, I have, I have for, um, for science fiction, it's very, uh, intellectual, and, um, the horror elements, like, that, I still can't stop thinking about the guy in the pool, it, that's just one of the most, the craziest things I've seen in a movie it's like a this, one. in a very long time, the um, Mimic Bear is the by far my, oh. one of my favorite movie monsters ever. Yeah, the Mimic Bear is for, one for the ages. That one r- thing rules, um, and just all the little, um, the little things that are kind of placed throughout the movie, and the hints, and the you know, one call them Easter eggs, but just subtle little things to kind of visual cues to like move the story along that the characters don't pay any, any attention to that you kind of have to uh think about and ruminate over and figure out for yourself um i just i love that whenever sci-fi can deliver something that's uh that is entertaining and smart without uh 
you know, without sort of taking some from the other to like overcompensate. It's just a really great, uh, great bounce of those two things. And I just, uh, I adored it. I think it's probably the best movie of the year. Um, and so far, at least it's my favorite. So Annihilation, what'd you guys, what'd you guys think? Why is it, why did place four? Um, everything you just said. Okay. Yeah, I loved it, but I, it's, again, it's like, I think it's with A Quiet Place. Like, that'll probably end up higher on my list later in the year, but I need to see it again. Same with this. Like, I need to see it again. Because it's like, there's, I only saw it once, and there's still just so much, like, to take in. And, like, I think part of me loves the way it's really ambiguous with just everything. But also, I'm like, maybe that's kind of a flaw I have with it. Like, maybe it's too ambiguous for its own good. But I appreciate the hell out of it and that's i'm still thinking about that same scene at the end and it's just yes yeah, it's, it's a great movie i just i need to see it again and process it more let me hit you with a little insider knowledge here no oh boy um audible is having a sale right now and if you become a member that book is only the audiobook is only five dollars yeah i'm good which is a great deal yeah but i would rather just read it no, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. I can't do audio audio books. Audio books is so, whatever. I'm not. I get, I get so right distracted. Now. I just zone off. Yeah, same. <sighs> not Sorry, doing buddy. this. We're not. We're not good people like you. I can't play a video game and then just like listen to what's happening. I need to like yeah. pay attention. If you got a, if you got like a a road trip coming up, sure. But just kind of laying around. Even, even then, I'm just like oh, I can't. Yeah. Just think about what's for dinner that night. So uh, let's look a little bit uh, ahead. Second half of 2018, what has got you guys, now that we've seen trailers for just about everything, uh, what has got you guys really excited? What are you stoked for? Um, yeah, I try not to think about that. I don't know what's coming out. Okay. Uh, well, my, my, most his, my most anticipated movie the rest of the year is Halloween. Mm. Um, but I don't need to dwell on that. Um, but others like Christopher Robin. That looks amazing. Bohemian Rhapsody, Mission Impossible. Um, surprisingly, Bumblebee. Ugh, no. Yeah, that looks amazing. Amazing. Um, don't, don't just throw amazing out fan- there so it callously. Looks fucking fantastic, and I'm oh not going to shoot. I'm not exaggerating. It yes, looks you are. Awesome. Uh, but are you still talking about Bumblebee? It's from the director of Kubo, and it looks like a live action version of The Iron Giant. Are you kidding me? It looks fantastic. Ugh, it looks it looks fine. I don't know. It looks great. It's a Transformers movie. So what? It's they not directed s- by Michael Bay. Still, it's a Transformers movie. So what? It's not that the reason they suck is because they're directed by a shitty director. There now you have go. a great director and writer. No, I don't think so. Yeah, the movie's gonna suck. We should do predictions on that one. That sounds that'll be a fun yeah. one. Uh, a Star Is Born mm-hmm. for me. I'm so beyond that excited for that. Great. That that soundtrack though the the songs that they have in the trailer are just awesome. Uh, some of them were written by Neil Young's kid, I think. And um, yeah, I just I'm I'm gonna be that's the one of the albums or whatever the movie related albums that I'm gonna buy because I just think it's great. Uh, also, Black Klansman from Spike Lee with Adam Driver. Dogs cool. Topher Grace. <laughs> Cody, have you seen trailers for that? No. Topher Grace plays David Duke. <laughs> <laughs> And it's hysterical. I'm 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 here for Topher Grace. By the way, I I I want him to have a career. I want him to be the best, have the best career out of any of the that seventy show people because he is fun. He's a he fun actor. Easy. Man, just the best. Uh, Spider Man to the Spider Verse also is one I'm looking forward to. And um, Mission Impossible Eighth Grade could be good. Backseat the. George Bush political movie. I uh, haven't seen anything from that, but, you know, a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipe. And uh, and then Comic-Con is, ne- what, like next week, Josh? No, the 20-something, oh, okay. whatever, the like the third week in July. We're getting we're getting an Aquaman trailer. We know that. Probably yeah. Shazam trailer. Yeah, would you care to make any predictions of announcements or anything like that? Um, from DC or just in general? In general. I know Marvel's not going to have much of a presence. Yeah, Marvel's but... not going to do anything. Um, I have no idea what the hell DC's doing. I don't know if they're just going to show footage and then call it a day or have some surprises. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I can't. I just don't think they're going to give us any Batman or Superman anything. So you know what? I'll I'll uh, throw you a hot take then. I think they're going to announce Man of Steel too. I don't. I'm swinging for the fences. I know they probably won't, but yeah, I'm just going to say it. They're going to announce Man of Steel too. Um, there was something I thought they were going to. Uh, Hellboy. I think we're going to see Hellboy footage. That's, that's DC. Or is that Vertigo? No, just, or just like, like general Comic Con. Yeah, I just think it'll be a, a Comic Con. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. Because that's coming out in, like, January, I think. Oh. That's crazy. Uh, all right. Any final thoughts on our lists? Looking forward, Comic-Con, anything? Um, also looking forward to Suspiria. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds great. interesting. I've, I haven't, I've tried to stay away from it a little bit just to not ruin it for myself, but... Have um, you seen the original? No. You should watch it. Yeah. No. You I should watch it. it. I haven't seen it either. It's a no? really creepy movie. No. Uh, it's, watching it's Italian art. It's really weird. I love it. Uh, no. Uh, watching, reading, listening to Cody. Go first. <laughs> uh, what did we talk about last time? I don't know. Because I finished Under the Dome. Told you that, right? Uh, I don't think so. Well, the book was good. The TV show sucks. Um, Brilliant. I am listening to the Green Mile now, and I'm watching nothing. I have nothing to tell. I'm sorry. It's fine. I've got a I've got a TV show to throw at you. It's I don't know how uh, easily accessible it is, but I'm sure. It's out there uh, to be found. There is an old uh, Sherlock Holmes serial from like the 30s or something like that. Starring Ronald Howard, not that one, as Sherlock Holmes and Howard Marion Crawford as Dr. Watson. Uh, let's see, these are, uh, I don't know, they're black and white, they're like 26 minutes or something like that. You know, I. There, there has to be in the public domain by now episodes, but if you can find them on YouTube, I think they're a lot of fun. They're something, a neat little thing to fall asleep to, and just I'm enjoying them. So there you go, uh, Josh. Uh, I saw two movies. I saw the Mission Scene. That was fun. I'm not like didn't like blow me away or anything though. It was a fun heist movie. I liked it better than the original Oceans. The only one I've seen. I don't really give much of a crap about this franchise, but it was fun. Um, and Apple was very good. And then I saw Crows 2. Kind of like now, but I liked it. Not one of my favorite Pixar movies. Nowhere near as good as the original, but the villain is really, really lame. Um, and it's kind of just a rehash of the original movie, just flipped around. But it's got, I, I think it, it, it's not complete, but it has it has some new things. But overall, it's just the gen. It's same way, it's whatever. It's still a good movie. It's really the characters are great. It's fun. Really funny. Probably the funniest Pixar movie. Jack Jack is hysterical. Um, and Ed knows great. And overall, I liked it. Uh, a lot of fun. I'm not really dying for another Pixar movie now, but I will definitely watch one. And I hope, I kind of hope it gets made, but I don't care if it does. You know, I got my sequel. Whether it, I don't think it's like more the way, like everyone's saying, but it was fun. Pretty cynical to me. Yeah. Uh, all right, that'll do it then. Happy birthday, America! Uh, we'll reconvene next week, possibly with some Ant-Man talk, but you know, if we don't. That's perfectly fine with me because that would be very interesting. Uh, but uh, until Ant-Man cares. Until next time, though, you can follow us at Netflix on Twitter, leave an iTunes review, and we have a new hosting site. Just shout out to anchor.fm. Sure. They have a logo as an anchor, so 
Yeah, 